We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome back to Harry Potter Minute, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And we have Brian Green with us again. Welcome back, Brian. Uh, hello. How are we doing? We're uh, doing okay. How are you? Doing great. <laughs> we are here for minute number 38. This is the, the minute that you requested specifically. It is. Actually, very excited for this. <laughs> uh, minute 38 starts with Hermione bragging about her spell work, and it ends with uh, Hagrid beckoning the first years off the train. Um, I think we, right at the beginning of this minute, uh, Hermione comes in, like, still bragging about her spell, saying she's only tried simple ones, but they've all worked for her. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so she sits down in front of Harry and points her wand directly at his face. I know, it's, like, so close to his face. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's, like... There's like an inch between his glasses and the I end mean, of the a, wand. a wand could be a weapon. It's like a gun. It is a weapon. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, well, I mean, you're supposed to use it for not sure. violent things, <laughs> but <laughs> good wizards are not going to use it to be a weapon per se. Well, Harry doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. He could be turned into a frog she, right she now. It's like, like an inch in front of his face. It's like it's like a barrel of a gun just yeah. like staring down at you. That, that, that was That's scary. That but, is kind of scary. <laughs> so. Yeah, the, the reason why I wanted this minute, uh, I've been wearing glasses since I was in the sixth grade, and I remember, as I said, I was in the seventh grade when I first read these books, and Oculus Reparo is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> we we could have, my family could have saved so much money on glasses repair and glasses insurance and all of that if we just had magic wands. <laughs> We just right. wave a wand and fix her glasses. Yep. Uh, um, very interesting the fact that she says Oculus Reparo in the movie. I mm-hmm. think in the book it's just straight Reparo. Uh, right. Uh, because because Reparo is the spell to fix things. So if you're fixing, do you have to have like in? Do you need to know the Latin root of whatever you're fixing when you so use like Reparo? If you were, Oculus Reparo. Since it's glasses, you say Oculus, yeah. but if you wanted to fix like a, table? a window Yeah, I don't know the Latin terms for those. You would have to know the Latin term. If you I wanted to fix your VR headset, you would say Oculus Reparo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been waiting for you to make that joke for like two months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. But Oculus I, Reparo. Uh, I love how I wanted to talk about Oculus Reparo, and then I ended up just with these incredible minutes. I get, like, the first minute with all three of our heroes together. I, I get the first shot of Hogwarts, spoiler alert. You know, <gasps> I I know, I know. Well, see, see, she fixes his glasses, and it had tape in the center of it, but it's not spello tape because he doesn't come no. from a wizarding family. It's got to be just regular tape, right? You're obsessed with spello tape. I am obsessed with spell tape. We'll have a lot of spell tape talk next like, year, Victoria. Uh, next year. The concept of it is just very fascinating to me. <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss the ins and outs of spell tape later. Uh, I like the way that the tape on his glasses rolls up like a map in a classroom. Yeah, like it just disappeared. 
And it's just gone. Where does it go? I don't, yes. just, it vanishes in the air. It just vanished, yeah. I don't know. Can did you? It, did a little, did it do a little puff? It did a little. Yeah, but poof. Like. The, I have a, the magic in the Harry Potter universe is not very well defined. No. And, <laughs> and I take it just on the fact that like, this is kind of a fairy tale, at least for this one, it's kind of a fairy tale story. And so there's kind of a whimsy in the way the magic works. Right. But like, matter doesn't just vanish. Like, it has to be, it has to be uh, dissolved like, into, yeah. do you think that like the, I don't know, is it like pulled apart and the atoms are scattered into the wind? Like I just, it just, I mean, that makes sense. Where, where else would it go? Yeah. There was a little like poof of like smoke or. That's dust. what I was saying. Like it poofed. Yeah. It poofed. That was it. Maybe poofing. it turned into the, it turned into the smoke and it just. Yeah. Poofed. It just turned into that poof and now okay. it's gone. Okay. Sure. It, it okay. disapparates. It disintegrated. <laughs> this, the tape disapparated. Right. Dis- disapparated? Yeah. So my there's question. There's a, uh, there's. There's a place for all the lost things and things that get vanished in by magic. Right. Yeah. Like in um Halloween Town, right? Halloween Town 2, there's like the all the lost things end up in that one guy's house. The lost toys. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see the movie? What? Halloween Town 2? No. It's like a Disney channel. Oh my goodness. Like Halloween Hall- there were, they made a second one? <laughs> I think there's like 3 of them. Oh god. See, I'm, and uh, I vaguely remember the first one, but in the second one, there's this guy who, like, anytime you lose something, his house is mostly full of socks. Anytime something goes missing, it ends up in this guy's house. What a terrible life he must yeah, live. It would be full of socks and sunglasses <laughs> and car keys. I think they go looking for like her broom or something. I don't remember all the stuff that you lose that you can never find. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's all in this guy. And there, maybe some wallet, spell tape <laughs> that vanished off his glasses. <laughs> no, it would be regular tape that would okay. have his glasses. So the Dursleys aren't going to have spello tape. No. Why aren't Ron and Hermione getting letters from the Ministry here for using I, the magic? I oh. assume that because they're already on the train, like on their way to Hogwarts, and not I think in front of Muggles. Yeah, I think the I think that the reason that kids have the trace and aren't allowed to do magic is more for the protection of that, like. Uh, the statute of secrecy than right. anything uh-huh. else. Like, I think the reason Harry gets a letter and like gets in trouble be is because seen. his magic is done in front of muggles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it says they're in front of just other wizarding kids and they're on their way to a wizarding school. It's like, who cares? Yeah. Well, because mm. it's even more dramatic, I think the next movie, the first time they see Hermione, she does Oculus Repero again, but they're in the middle of Diagon Alley. Right. And so they're again, there, which is a wizarding further removed, but yeah, place. they're in a wizarding area. Okay. And so maybe it's. I don't know. I think the kids... I guess if you're not interacting or around a bunch of muggles that you're okay? Yeah, I don't know. I think that they mentioned in one of the books that, like, kids who grow up in wizarding houses, if they do magic, they're around other... The the trace seems to only identify that magic is happening within the area and doesn't tell the person watching Like a learner's the, permit for magic? Maybe. I don't hmm. know. Like, I, as long as you're around an, a, an adult, an adult that, that's knowledgeable <laughs> then, and not a muggle. Then you could do it? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, special, it's a special wizard's permit that you have to get. Junior wizard's permit. There you go. Yeah, I think it's just because he's they're, they're like on their way to school. Uh-huh. Right. And there aren't any muggles around watching. Eh, I, mean, I mean, that makes sense. Ron is still eating. Just so shoving is. whatever he's shoving. I love that in holy case. cricket. Holy cricket. Holy cricket. Yeah, how does how does she recognize Harry? She she read history of magic. Well, okay, but like we can't um, we can oh, maybe she sees his scar from through his uh, how does maybe she's more the history of ma- than Ron whoever is. wrote the history of magic, how do they know that Harry Potter has a scar? The only people that have seen baby Harry since 
his since his parents' death was like uh Dumbledore, Minerva, and Hagrid. But I feel like Dumbledore likes starting stuff, so he would probably like just Do you whisper think he and start like, a rumor. You think so? <laughs> I would maybe maybe Hagrid talking in the bar. Oh, that too. He, he should I think that's that. more likely. He's been he monitored his whole life. There's no question about that. <laughs> so yeah. people are t- Yeah, you know, that's that's true. There are people that uh Daedalus Diggle in the book bumps into Harry mm-hmm. in like uh in like a shop with Petunia and recognizes right. him and is like super excited and introduces himself and is like yeah, shakes his hand. pleased to meet him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I'm um, pretty sure it's somewhat common knowledge for people who are academics. If I read about someone in a book, I don't necessarily think that I would recognize them when I saw them on the street because there's no, there are no, I don't think there's There's no pictures of Harry Potter Potter. in the books. You're right. In in history books or whatever. Just just suspend your disbelief, you know. She's just knowledgeable. (laughs) She's just so smart. She knows everything. She's just so smart and observant, you know. Mm -hmm. Maybe it is, maybe it is. She figured it out. What? Yeah, Ron didn't know until Harry told him and then, like, showed off his scar. Like, yeah. pulled his bangs uh, I can't see his scar in this moment. I'm paused on this Yeah, movie. I no, can't not either. At all. So, I don't... Yeah, I really don't see any reason why she would have recognized him. So, she's so but excited she's so to excited. see... She's so excited for Harry Potter, but she could Holy not cricket. care less about Ron. No, she looks like, and she's and like, you and are? you are? Charmed. And he talks with his mouth full. <laughs> Pleasure. So Pleasure. Full. Pleasure. It's like, well, one day. Later. <laughs> she dominates this minute, though. The only three, the only <laughs> words that are said by anyone else are Ron, uh, um, Ron Weasley. Yeah. 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 It's it's just her, like, leading the whole. I really love Hermione Granger. I just like when she repairs his glasses, favorite. like, he's, like, so impressed that he takes his glasses off and he's like, holy. Apparently, <laughs> uh, apparently in this sequence, and I didn't catch it when I was looking back at the minutes, but apparently there's, like, a continuity error in which, like, earlier in the last, like, minute or two, there's a shot of Harry without the tape on his glasses. Oh, uh, and then they add it. And then it comes scene. back. Yeah, but I don't think that's true because everything that I've seen, he's had tape on the glasses every time. I think we've seen his his... I mean, and movies are known for doing stupid stuff like that. Sure, anyway. and it could be and just no like one ever a single shot. No one ever notices it, really, so yeah. it's not a big deal. Jurassic Park Minute has been talking a lot about the different flubs that happen in that movie, and every time oh. they mention one, I'm like, oh, I didn't even notice that. There's a lot. I never even noticed. I'm not sure I could listen to... I, I love Jurassic Park so much, and I've, I... I do love Jurassic Park. I, I, I'm not sure if I could listen to the flubs. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I really like Kyle and Brady that are running that show. They did Ghostbusters Minute, which was so much right. fun, and so, like, I... I'm a little behind on Jurassic Park Minute. I tend to that's that ends up being the one that I like binge on the weekends because I just have so many other minute shows that I'm listening to every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one's a lot of fun. But yeah, that's the sort of thing that like we'll see later. I think when we get to the Great Hall scene, there's a couple little things that like nitpicky that I want to talk about, but um, it's nothing dramatic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So she. Uh, so. Um, Hermione, Hermione tells them that she thinks that she's, that they're going to be arriving soon. Broad daylight. Mm-hmm. Broad daylight. Yeah, it's, it's very bright daylight. And then when we get to the station at Hogs, Not even darkening. Nighttime. Yep. Uh, I like know? that she, like, I don't, she doesn't know. She's never been there before. <laughs> I know. Yeah. She's just guessing. Uh, I like that she, like, leaves the cabin that they're in and then comes back. Just to burn Ron and be like, you've got dirt on your nose. Did you know? No, I just love the way that she says it when she comes back in the room. Like, 
just there, like <laughs> yeah, just like rubbing her. So, <laughs> so I, much attitude in that. I love it. I uh, looked at the shot of like the dirt on Ron's nose, and I was like, okay, like that is a very noticeable. Like, where did that come from? And so I went back through the last few minutes, like looking for like when he since, got something on his since face. we saw him it. Outside of platform nine and three quarters, uh-huh. he's had dirt on his nose. Oh wow! It's oh. this like light little smudge right on the corner like, of his. It right looks it's his... more pronounced, particularly here because they pointed out, but it's yeah. been on his face, like on the side of his nose. Yep since since we first saw him <laughs> with the rest of the. <laughs> That's movies. hilarious. No. She's gonna be the first one to point it out to him. Of course she is. Of course she is. So then we cut to Hogsmeade. Like, did you uh, know the Hogsmeade station at night? And the Hogsmeade station I found was uh, it's filmed at um, Goathland Station. It's G O A T H L A N D Goathland Station in North Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, it yeah. was opened in 1865 and then closed in 1965. Whoa! Um, and then the North Yorkshire uh, Railway Association or something like made it the head of their. Uh, like one of their main headquarters, and they opened it back up in '73, and it's been in operation since. Uh, but it's featured as the place that Ho- or like where Hogsmeade takes place in all of the movies. Oh wow! Um, I don't know if it's just this station in Hogsmeade, and then if like Hogsmeade proper, when we see other shops and things, is like somewhere else. It's probably somewhere else, but at least for like these shots, it's all it's all there at that station. They do a lot of like on location stuff, especially in like. Especially in this movie, in the next one, with Chris Columbus as uh, as the director. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see Hagrid. Hagrid is back, and he's got his lantern, and he's, before the train's even done rolling, is calling for first years to come his way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, like, no one's stepping Don't be the shy, train let's Hagrid. go over here. And it's just like, it's not even stopped, Hagrid. Give him a second. <laughs> right. Don't be so impatient. Hold your horses. I there. love Hagrid. Hold he's your my boats. favorite. Do you think this has got to be when we see the shots of him like walking alongside the train before we see his face and him like calling and beckoning for the students? That's got to be Martin Bayfield, right? Like to get that scale, like his his body double is this like actual yeah, since giant. Yes, being seen Bayfield. from the back at first. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be. Yeah. Um, he's in a lot of uh, he's in a lot of these shots where like you don't always see his. Most of the time, you don't see his face because yeah. he's got that creepy Ugh. Robbie Coltrane mask on, but. Um, any of the scale shots to really like give him that like extra power, height. that height. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always think they're so wonderful. Do you think he gets tired of first years gawking at his height? <laughs> um, Maybe he's used to it. I don't, know. I don't know. Yeah, because Hagrid Hagrid takes first years too. Uh, oh, so I looked this up, and I was going to talk about this tomorrow. But Hagrid takes the first years uh, to Hogwarts on the boats. And from Hogwarts at the end of every year. So I think kids arriving to Hogwarts are probably always surprised at his height and whatever. Right. Um, but, you know, like, he's a staple at the school. I think that it's probably only, like, that one moment this first night that anyone's surprised it, it had. Yeah, because then that, that, that kind of kind of runs out, like, the novelty of, like, oh, there's this really big, tall guy. And yeah. Like, oh, but he's, like, he's a half nice. giant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's- and he's super nice and friendly. <sighs> Such a fan of Hagrid. Uh, I also read um, that not only do the first years go to and from uh, on the train or on the boats, but uh, seventh years upon graduation leave Hogwarts back to the train station on the boats as well as like oh, their last journey cute. out of Hogwarts. I like yeah, that. according to the Harry Potter wiki page. Oh, um, that's uh, I found that there. I don't know. That might that might have come from Pottermore. Actually, I think a lot of that stuff comes from from some of J- uh, Joe's r- writings. Still, I like that. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. 
I like the idea that, like, Hagrid is really the one that, like, Hagrid was our introduction into the wizarding world and kind of brings Harry into the wizarding world. But not but only that, he's kind of the introduction to everybody. Yeah, all of the first years go with him to Hogwarts for the first that's time. Really I think that's really great. Cool. Yeah. That's why it ends up being so weird whenever anybody who doesn't like Hagrid, like, Malfoy ends up being, like, such a jerk. And it's mm-hmm. like, really? How do you not like Hagrid? Well, I think Malfoy's just a jerk. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's Slytherin's for you. I guess. Slytherin's got a bad rep, and it's they all do. because of Draco. Mm. It is. It's all Draco's fault. And, no, well, Voldemort, you know, but... Well, sure. No, Salazar yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't that great. <laughs> no. Marcus Flint is kind of a jerk when we play Quidditch later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm <laughs> See, frozen, they're not nice. I'm frozen on the shot here, the positive on the shot with all the first years looking at Hagrid. And I'm looking, I think, one, two, three, four, five, six out of the seven kids that we can see are eventual... Uh, Gryffindors. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I would like to, um, I think that's a little bit into the next minute, so I want to wait till tomorrow, but I have, we'll talk about those like, kids. all the names of all the kids, yeah. uh, almost all the kids that we see that are given names. Um, uh-huh. I, I, I had done the same thing. I paused that minute where we see them looking at Hagrid and I wrote down, like, everyone who I could see that I recognized. Yeah, and there are a kids. lot of them. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. Like, most of them are are, are, are Gryffindors. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only ones that are not, and they're like in the way background, is a uh, Draco, Crab, and Goyle, and we oh, only yeah. see like they're totally out of focus. And if it wasn't for like their, they have these uh, Crab and Goyle are both very broad, kind of heavy kids, and so they're sort of yeah, they're thicker. And then and mm-hmm. then Draco's hair, that bright that white, bright blonde white that he's got, blonde. exactly is uh, is kind of noticeable. But otherwise, like I wouldn't have if I wasn't looking for them, I wouldn't have seen them. Right. But Chris Columbus says that he really wanted to put as many of Harry's classmates into these shots as he could. I find it funny that the a lot of the Slytherins are are called by their last names. Well, yeah, we'll have to... Because what's Crab and Goyle's first names? Do you just call them Crab and Goyle for like the longest? That's a mm-hmm. good question. Vincent Crab. Vincent Crab and Gregory Goyle. I'm pretty sure it's Gregory. Gregory, Gregory Goyle. I think so. That could be totally wrong. And they call, and they call Malfoy well. Malfoy. They don't call him Draco. No. They call him Malfoy. I think Harry calls the, him uh, Slytherin is just the uh, the ROTC of... Sort of. Maybe they're, they are a little <laughs> more... Uh, I don't want to say militaristic, but they are more informal. Not informal. They're more formal. They're, <laughs> they're more, more uh, formal, not informal. They're uh, more formal, rigid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get that when you get Snape. He's very. I think like, it's because they're very proud straight of straight walking. They're you know? they're pure bloods, and they're very, and they're very they go proud. by their last name because they're very proud of like this is the house I come from. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think so. They're they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're very proud of their their wizarding blood. They're they're exactly exactly. Yeah. It's like it's like a very medieval like with Game of Thrones. You have the House Targaryen, yeah, 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 the yeah. House Malfoy, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's kind of like what it is. Mm-hmm. I come from this great wizarding family. All the purebloods, <sighs> jerks. Well, that's how that's how the the uh, Weasleys end up being considered blood traders because they're friends of yeah. Muggleborns and whatever. So they're because they're more open minded. Burned oh off the family tree in the Black House. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awful. Mm-hmm. Along with Draco, not Draco. Along with uh, Sirius Black Sirius, and yeah. Andromeda Tonks. Oh, Tonks! Um, I love Tonks. Sorry, Tonks is oh, my she's favorite. A great we are we are so far away from Tonks right now. So yeah, far, from that's okay. Tonks. But she's a great she's character, great. though. Yeah, we talked a little bit about Tonks when we talked about our when we did our Fantastic Beast review. I think 
Mm -hmm. you're talking about like innate magical abilities versus like ones that you can like spells you can learn yeah i was just reading something yesterday about um the legilimens and what Mm. the differences are between queenie's legilimens and snape's legilimens yeah i saw that too where like he had to like study it and like use the spell to do it as 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 opposed to queenie's is like a natural thing that she's like not trying to do we're so far off minute in which (laughs) snape's is just a um an innate ability that he had to work at yeah Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a spell, but something he did have in him as well, but just had to work mm-hmm. harder at it. I don't know. I don't know. I think, yeah, that's cool. Legilimens is interesting. Legilimens. I think that was everything I had for minute 37, 38. Minute 38. Yeah, we can talk about all the kids next minute. Yeah. Tomorrow. All right. All right. Can you join Can you join us tomorrow, Brian? Uh, let me check my schedule. Okay, I think I can. Mm. <laughs> All right, cool. Sounds good. We will uh we will be back here tomorrow, you guys. You can uh you can find us at duelinggenre.com along with uh Back to the Future Minute, which I think is back with part three uh as of the time of this airing. And uh Lord of the Rings Minute, which we're guests on this week, Victoria. This week, oh this week hey. that this is airing as well. Yeah. We're having a whole bunch of uh, dueling genre minute stuff going on this week. It's a lot of fun. Um yeah, I think that was everything I had for today. Join us tomorrow for minute thirty nine. And, uh, mischief Mischief managed. managed. Mischief managed. (laughs) Mischief managed. (laughs)